Aiden Shaw has recommitted to the Missouri Tiger basketball team. To me, this is Dennis Gates' biggest move yet, plus some really big news on the Missouri football schedule and why I think this is a positive on absolutely every front. Coming up right now on Locked on Mizzou. You are Locked on Mizzou, your daily podcast on the Missouri Tigers, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, all you true sons and daughters, it's Wednesday, and you know what that means. It's time for another episode of Locked on Mizzou. Thanks for making us your first listen every day, and thanks for telling a friend. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube as well. Welcome to all of you new YouTube listeners out there. I'm John Miller. I've done about everything you can possibly imagine in this town. Worn a lot of hats in the sports business, but you know what? So far... This one has fit the best. The podcast business, I'm rather enjoying it. So I hope you enjoy this show. And to all you longtime listeners, welcome, as always. But obviously some huge news on the Missouri basketball court. Aiden Shaw from Blue Valley High School, Stillwell, Kansas. Well, originally a commitment to Conzo Martin and the Missouri Tigers. Well, Dennis Gates had his work cut out for him after Conzo was let go by Missouri because, well, Quite honestly, Aiden Shaw, a very high-level basketball player. He had the likes of Kansas, as you might expect, of course, Maryland, Oklahoma State, Iowa were among the teams after his services. Hey, just a really, really fantastic get. Number one by Conzo Martin originally, but I'm almost even more impressed that Dennis Gates in some ways was able to reacquire his services, if you will. Now, obviously, Aiden Shaw is ranked very, very well, just according to 24-7 Sports. For one, he's about the 52nd best prospect in the entire country. And when you watch his film, and I took in actually most of an entire game of Aiden Shaw's where he was playing against another high-level prospect in Kansas, but you could tell at 6'8", 190 pounds, obviously, he can he's going to develop a little bit more strength, but... Again, he's more of a, a small forward, I guess I guess you could say, than a traditional power forward, right? Maybe a combo forward, but in this day and age, I think actually he's going to fit in what, with what Conzo Martin was talking about in the preseason a lot this, this, this previous season, which is positionless basketball. And what a lot of that meant was the ability to switch, especially two through four, I would say maybe one through four, generously one through five, right? But especially the sort of shooting guard, small forward, and power forward positions in college basketball have become a lot more interchangeable over the years. So if you are six foot eight and you are relatively nimble, side to side, and agile, well, that's going to play well, especially the way Dennis Gates likes to play basketball. We've Missouri has seen Leonard Hamilton and Florida State up close and personal a couple times the last few seasons. Well, hopefully that's what Dennis Gates is going to recreate at Missouri, and I think defensively, Aiden Shaw really fits into that idea. Now, offensively, his athleticism is going to play on both ends of the court. Yeah, you may have seen that Shaw recently won a, a high school all-star dunk contest recently which in and of itself winning a dunk contest doesn't gonna it doesn't say 
that you're going to be a great player. But it does show the type of top end athleticism that this kid has at six foot eight. And to me, as much as as much as Mohamed Diara, the according to some, the number one junior college prospect, hey, great pickup. It looks like by Dennis Gates and company here. Oh wait, there is no company. Still no assistant coaches yet. Excuse me for that faux pas. But again, just a great pickup by Gates because six foot eight guys who can move and by the way shoot the basketball a little bit. He's got some obvious skill. Those guys don't just grow on trees. So a really, really important addition to the class, or or possibly a readdition, if you will. This is probably this was going to be Conzo Martin's best player in, in several years, certainly since Trey Jackson, probably even before that, just in terms of their high school rankings. But that gives you an idea of what kind of upside Aiden Shaw has. By the way, just a little bit of an aside here. I, I brought up Mohamed Diara, and a lot of people have been talking about what position he plays. And to me, again, for all this talk of positionless basketball that's sort of become the gnome de plume, if you will, the sort of the name of the day, I, if, if I even use that phrase correctly there. But regardless, to me, it's about who you guard. To make an NBA analogy for a second, there's been lots of talk about, well, hey, LeBron James, he's a point guard, and Nikola Jokic, he's a point guard. And while those guys initiate the offense, in my humble opinion, you can't call them point guards because they don't guard other point guards. Unless you're going to guard Chris Paul, to me, you're not a point guard. It's really as simple as that. And to me, it's it's the same thing in college basketball. I can't really call you a center unless you're guarding the other team's centers, et cetera, et cetera. Now, certainly the movement this offseason for Tiger basketball and, well, virtually every program in the country, especially LSU, right? We talked about them yesterday needing to fill essentially their entire roster at this point. They lost 11 scholarship players so far, one way or the other. But if you're Missouri and you're a Missouri fan, you're probably wondering, well, when is this all going to stop? When does, the, when does the music actually stop here on the transfer portal musical chairs? Well, May 1st is actually your deadline. So by the end of this month, we should know more or less who's on this roster because if it's past May 1st, unless there's some – who knows? There there could be a waiver system in place. I haven't really seen that. But the best information I know is May 1st is your drop-dead deadline if you want to transfer and actually play next season. So it does seem like there is an end point in basketball. As far as football goes and as far as maybe you're wondering on JT Daniels, well, I'm really not sure on the deadline yet. I'm not 100% sure if there is one or not. Maybe you just need to show up before fall camp, get enrolled in classes for the fall semester. That kind of seems to be the thing, but I'll have to get better information for you as time goes along here. But you know what? Speaking of football information, we do have some unconfirmed information about the Tiger football schedule, but all indications are it looks like it's going to happen. This is about the 2022 season, so you'll want to hear all about this. But first, I want to tell you about Built Bar, which to me has got to be the best the best tasting excuse me, protein bar ever devised by humanity. And I tell you, if you're into losing a little weight, and, and most of us would could be honest, if we'd like to 
if we can be completely honest with ourselves, we'd like to drop a few pounds. Well, you know what? Built Bar is going to help because if we're even more honest with ourselves, we'd still like some chocolate on occasion. I know why. I know I would. Well, Built Bars are covered in 100% real chocolate, but at the same time, it's the best of both worlds because they're low-cal, high-protein, but also low-sugar and low in net carbs, so no guilt necessary here at Built Bar. So go to Built.com, use the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off your order. Once again, go to Built.com, use the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off. Once again, thanks for making Locked on Mizzou your first listen, and thanks for telling another true son or daughter that we are free and available wherever you get finer podcasts. Well, I tell you, we've got some good news to get to on the Missouri football field, and and at first, this might not seem like a big deal, and, and it certainly isn't a massive deal by any stretch of the imagination, but it sure looks like in the next couple of weeks, Missouri is going to confirm that the Louisiana Tech opener is likely moving to Thursday, September 1st. Originally, the game was going to be played two days later on Saturday. But with this Thursday opener, to me, this is this is very positive news on literally every front that I can think of. First of all, you've got a primetime ESPN matchup where you've had an entire season of no football. You're talking eight months, basically, of no college football. College football fans are dying for it. I'm just speaking for myself and all the fans out there. I know you're like me. If you're obsessed with this sport, you know that by the time September rolls around, you are jonesing for a fix. So guess what? Missouri, Louisiana Tech, that's not the type of game that moves the needle nationally very often, to say the least. But that opener always, always gets a pretty decent rating, draws a decent number for ESPN for sure. So this is a unique opportunity for Missouri to hopefully put its best foot forward, win a ball game, give Eli Drinkwitz the the camera time that we know that he desires on occasion, the mic time, all that good stuff. So to me, that's your number one positive right there. Missouri's probably going to win a ball game and look pretty good doing it. Maybe they'll have some a snazzy uniform combination that will convince people to come to Ole Mizzou, but more than likely it's name, image, and likeness at this point. But for real, I think that's your first positive. Second of all, if you're going to play on a Thursday night during a football season, well, by all means, let's do it in week one. Because nobody likes the short weeks, right? So you never want to have a short week, even if you're having, even if you're coming off a, a Thursday game that's coming off a bye week. Well, that's still shortening your preparation time a little bit during your bye week. Because let's face it, during a bye week, you're going to give your guys a little bit of time off. So you know that's a, that's a, little, a relative disadvantage to me. So again, no downside there on terms of prep time because. Then on the back end, not only is there no short week for you in week one, well, in week two, you actually get a couple more days to practice to prepare for Kansas State in Manhattan on the road in week two. That's that's kind of a fulcrum game for the Missouri season. Honestly, think how much different we would have probably viewed last season if Missouri would have simply beat Boston College early in the season 
Or maybe if they just somehow beat Kentucky, that was a little bit more of a stretch, right? Even though that game was close, but say they beat Boston College, that's a bit more of a fair comparison in terms of a non-conference foe, perhaps. Well, I think you have a much better season, at least the perception is much better. Well, to me, that's a big ball game there, week two in Manhattan. I'll take every edge I can get. Give us a couple more days to prepare. At the very least, it's not going to hurt, right? So that's your second positive. Schedule-wise, that just then sets up even better for Missouri in week one and in week two. Number three, hey, a final positive to this? Well, as usual, Labor Day weekend, your opening of college football, well, I think attendance for that game in Columbia on Thursday, at least compared to what it would have been on Saturday, at the absolute worst, it should be a wash. I don't think it'll be any different whatsoever. But to me, the upside is, hopefully, since it's a Thursday, in theory, the students should be hanging around for another day to go to classes on Friday, right? I I guess some of them might skip. It's awfully early to be skipping a day of classes. But, hey, I remember what it was like to be a college student. Don't get me wrong. But, again, in theory, the students will actually have have a little bit more incentive to hang around on that Thursday night, go to a game, have some fun, especially early in the season. Frankly, why not? You want I've never understood wanting to go home already unless you're a Columbia Townie or something, but I can't imagine wanting to go back to to Casey or St. Louis or God forbid Chicago or something. Nothing against Chicago. I used to live there. I'm just saying I know that drive is seven hours long. I just can't imagine wanting to do that, what, two weeks or three weeks into the school season, something like that, into the semester. That seems kooky to me. And then on the other side, you've got the out-of-towners, the alumni, those people who might live in KC or St. Louis. Well, maybe they can just take an extra day off on Friday, drive down after work, still make it to the game. But You know what I'm saying? It just seems like, at the very least, the people who are going to go to the Lake of the Ozarks and skip that first week anyway, whatever plans they might have on Labor Day weekend, well, it just seems like you've actually raised the ceiling a, a fairly significant bit for week one. To me, for a team that could use all the attendance it could get, hey, this is a really strong move. I'm glad... Desiree Reed Francois, whoever deserves credit here in the Missouri Athletic Department for making it happen, hey, job well done to me. And coming up, obviously, we tried to salvage the NCAA title game on Monday by taking the North Carolina money line. Uh, Sure looked good at halftime, didn't it? But salvage it, we could not. So unfortunately, let's talk about that abomination for just a little bit. But first, let me tell you about rockauto.com with all the ever increasing numbers of makes and models on the road. Guess what? It's literally impossible for your local auto parts chain store, your dealership, whoever it might be. They can't keep all that stuff in stock. It's impossible. So why would you endure the often pointless trips to said vehicle dealership, to said auto parts store, the the pointless questioning where they end up going, oh, we'll just order it for you. Maybe it'll be here in a week or two. Hey, I could have just done that online myself. So thank you very much. So why don't you do it online yourself by going to Rock Auto and saving yourself some money at their easy-to-navigate website. Just check your make, your model, 
It's all right there. Trust me. So go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your vehicle and write locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably, low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com That NCAA title game. Boy, that could have gone better, huh? In fact, I'm not sure, at least for me personally, that could have gone much worse. That was actually the the worst-case scenario because, obviously, North Carolina led by 15 points at halftime. If it had been the other way, if Kansas were leading by 15 at halftime, I think I would have gone, you know what? I think I get it. I think I'm going to change the channel over to Monday Night Raw, maybe enjoy something exciting or at least pleasurable for me. That's really the point. Instead of, I don't know, grinding a fork into the side of my eyeball, which is basically what that second half felt like. And unfortunately, yes, yes, we lost that bet. But here was the positive, at least from the tournament. Hey, we ended up making money about plus 1700 what, plus seven, or, sorry, I guess if you did $10 bets, let's put it that way, hey, you made 17 bucks with me. If you put 10 bucks on everything, we're still up 17 bucks, so that's better than a sharp stick in the eye. But you know what? I do have a bit of a bone to pick with some people that I know, so I'm going to subtweet all of you right now, as the kids like to say. All you Rockbridge alumni and Columbia people, you know what? By all means, if you know Dewan Harris personally, the Kansas player who is from Columbia, by all means, be happy for him. Send him some congratulatory text messages. That's all well and good. I don't blame you whatsoever. But putting on Kansas gear and then putting those posts on social media, for God's sakes, You've got to be kidding me, right? Because that is just astonishingly bad form. In fact, I would call that probably the one cardinal sin of living in this particular area. And you know what? If all you people who are in this area, like my old buddy from high school who commented on this, he actually gets it. He said, hey, I'm not a sports ball fan. So great. He he said, but I still would never put on KU stuff. I'm like, thank you very much. You get it, my friend. And at the end of the day, I get it. All you sports ball people, I'm with you. Sports is kind of silly, right? I mean, heck, I actually have friends that went to KU. <gasps> I know, shocking, right? In fact, one of the two guys that I went to the Royal Rumble in St. Louis this past January just so happens to be a Kansas fan. Now, we're not speaking right now, of course, but still, I actually get along with the guy great. He's a really great guy. So, I, again, I get it. It's all stupid, and you know these people that I happen to be friends with who happen to root for the Jayhawks, well, we have a good time busting each other's chops, no doubt about it. But guess what? I'm never wearing Kansas colors, and frankly, if those people ever wore Missouri colors for some strange reason like that, I would lose a lot of respect for them. That's just not the way this thing is supposed to go, and I don't know. To me, it's sort of a sign of the times, but hey... I guess I'm the one who takes this stuff too seriously, right? As a 39-year-old man, maybe I should find a new hobby, right? That seems to be what everybody is trying to tell me lately. But frankly, the one positive I can take away from the Kansas 
experience this past Monday is despite the fact that I, I got to be honest for about half the day on Tuesday, just the whole, the bill self stuff, the, the, the level one, the five level one infractions, and, and they win the title anyway. It kind of had me in a funk for like half the day. It really did. But the one positive from that is even though I'm 39 years old, I still give a crap. So you know what? That makes me the right guy to keep hosting this podcast. And thank you so much for being a listener, taking me in as usual, giving me just a little bit of your time today. You have no idea how much that means to me. I, I truly do appreciate it. And again, if you got a new, if you got some true sons or daughters out there who like the Tigers, well, give them a shout out. Tell them to tell them to check out the link tree at lockedonmazoo.com. That'll get you home. So until next time, I am John Miller, and thank you so much for listening to Locked on Mizzou.